You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. A message was born in my heart a couple weeks ago. I love getting up early in the morning. I don't have to have an alarm. I just wake up. I wake up almost every day at 4 o'clock. Now I don't get out of bed till January 5. Sometimes a little before that. I got up that morning and I was in prayer. I, I got so burdened that morning for our country. I thought of our grandkids, what we're giving to them. We have 14 of them. And unless there's something that's going to happen, we're giving them a mess. We've had to have public school teachers this week in this state, and I know of other states, walk out because they're in training how to train three-year-olds and above how to be a male or a female, or if you want to be a female, you're a male, and you know the whole story. You know, I wish our schools would get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. When 75% of 10-year-old kids cannot read, in our public schools in America, we got a problem. I look at the agenda that is being advanced in Washington, D.C., and in our state capitals, and it just it horrifies me. How could, how could people be so foolish? How could we do this to children? How can people stand for election and say, I promise you, I'll help you so that you can take the life of a baby. That's against our Constitution. Life, liberty. We were founded on life, not death. We will show you. We'll make it legal in states. If you're too old or if you're sick and you want to die, we'll make it easy so you can euthanasia, kill yourself. That's not Bible. God says, my days are determined by thee. I can't watch the news, but I hear enough of it every day, and it does pop up the headlines on my news. Apparently now another almost trillion dollars in taxes for climate and transgenderism. What, what, what are we doing? Where are we getting this money? Somebody has to pay for it. Thirteen years ago, I went on a mission for this church because I'm not going to die and by the grace of God leave you in debt. We're down to 1.2. It was 16.5 million. Now we're down to 1.2. Less than a year, we'll be out of debt. I don't want to leave a, a stranglehold on your children. If I die today, there's enough life insurance to pay it off. I feel comfortable about that. I'm not going to live for this present me generation. I want to look beyond me. Well, I'm in heaven one day in this 3,000-seat auditorium. We have people, you put them all in here. We've got these rooms over here filled this hour. And buses came back in, and the other properties jammed this morning, a division of the buses and the Spanish. We put them all in here. We'll fill 3,000 seats. But I look forward to the day when I'm in heaven looking down, just, just teenagers and adults filled this auditorium every Sunday morning, every Sunday night, every Wednesday night. And I hope the greatest revival is still yet ahead. 
And on that, that, that morning, I was just brokenhearted in prayer for our country, praying for our president, praying for our vice president, praying for the Supreme Court by name, praying for the, 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 uh, uh, the Congress and the senators, and praying for our state and our governor, and praying for our, 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 uh, our, our mayor and their city council, chief of police. Something's gonna have to happen soon. At the tipping point, we're almost there. Sodom and Gomorrah came to the tipping point. God said, if there's 10 righteous people, I'll spare the land, I'll spare your city. There was 10 in Lot's family. He couldn't even get his own family in. Something had to happen real fast here, ladies and gentlemen. The last two years, we have spiraled more than any other time in America's history. Down, down, down. Vile living. Vile, filthy, nasty. One of our leading politicians two weeks ago on the floor of the house kept referring to God as she. Well, I'm not going to be, hey, whatever religion you want to be, whatever, try that on Muhammad. Try it, see how that goes. Our God is not a she. We, we, the, the big attack right now, the, is the Bible even true? They're, they're trying to tell us how that nobody wants to come to church anymore. I think more than ever there's a cry for people wanting to go to the house of God. They want some hope. I, I saw you, worldly treasures. I, I'm so glad she sang that. It's all about worldly treasures and things. Everything in life is going to burn up. For several years now, I have a, I know it's going to sound crazy. I've never told you. I have a deal at my house and at my, my, my church here, my office and everything. I purge one item a day minimum. I'm getting rid of everything. I'm not leaving a mess, a cluttered garage. There's nothing in my garage. Nobody has to go through boxes and, and figure out, well, he, what does he want? It's all gone. Every plaque is in the garbage can. Every piece of memorabilia like that, I'm not going to throw a Bible away. I'm purging so that, look, everything, the old, every, I got to have a house. Well, I love our house. We live right here on the expressway. I love it. But you know what I like to see? see my, I'd like to get a little one or two bedroom cottage. Wouldn't that be great? I mow the lawns. I trim the trees. I trim the bushes. I work on it every week. And he said, well, why don't you get a gardener? I tried it the last three weeks. I didn't like the way he did it, so I had to do it myself. <laughs> Friends, we're, I, I, I believe we're in trouble, yes, but I believe there's still hope. Amen. The darker the night, the brighter the light. I believe God could send a revival to America, come back to God, but it's not going to happen politically. It's going to happen. Judgment begins at the house of God. Begins in my heart. As I prayed, I was almost in despair. I went to my own life. I thought, Lord, look at me. Look how needy I am. Look how weak I am. Look how frail I am. No wonder we're in this mess. When I was praying, God, I wasn't even in this text, but God, I began to quote verse 34. Would you read it with me? Proverbs 14, 34. Ready? Begin. Righteousness exalteth the nation, 
but sin. We, we know righteousness, it's the root word right or to be just. And by the way, it's the word to mean normal. If I'm, if I'm righteous, God wants me just to be normal, not abnormal. Exalted the nation, but sin. That middle word in the verse, sin, is what I want to speak to you about tonight, today. Sin. My heart became so overwhelmed with the sin of our nation, the sin of our political leaders, the sin of our churches. And then God brought it down to me. The sin in my life. Oh no, I'm, you know, we, we think of the big sins, the adultery and drugs and drink and all that. I'm not in that. Pornography, no. But sin is anger. And it may not be angry. You're so angry at something. Some of you are so angry at the politics. That's sin. Some of you are so angry at people in political arenas and, and family members. You're angry. Maybe not say the bitterness. God's people is, is their bitterness, carnality. I'm watching so many of God's people, Christians, uh, declaring, I, I want the world. I don't, I don't want all this separation and holiness in God. I want the world for my life. I'll do my Sunday thing. I'll do my church thing. But I don't want it to be Christ who is my life, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's just my, my Sunday deal. I'll even give some money. In fact, if you stop services on Sunday night, I'll give more so I don't have to come. I'll feel good about it. I think of deceit. No, no, we're not in adultery and all that business. But, but what about deceit? What about lying? Are we absolutely 100% of the time truth? What about envy and what about fear? I talk to people every week that are in fear of sin. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of peace and sound mind. What about, what about gossip? What about hatred? What about ill will? What about jealousy? They have what I want. That's sin. And I think we see my life, I don't have any sin. Well, Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. No, I'm not doing nasty, dirty things, but I tell you what, sometimes I get so overwhelmed as we approach the week and I'm thinking, Lord, I don't know if I should go to that pulpit. And I hope it never leaves me that way. I hope I never justify myself that I'm, I'm so great, I'm so important, I can go and, and blaspheme God's name with my sin. I want, I want to take my life and examine, let a man examine himself. And what's wrong in my life that I'm, I'm, I'm wrong toward a holy God? Is it money? That's sin. The love of money, seeking after money, prosperity for money, naughtiness, pride, quarreling, rebellion. A troublemaker? Oh, what is it today? Is it violence? Is it 
you're given over to just laziness? Look at the verse, righteousness. Righteousness exalteth the nation. Turn with me to Romans chapter 10, please. You're listening very carefully. I'm coming to you, not mad at you, but I'm just so a burden for us. In chapter 10, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them a record they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. Verse 3 is the verse I want us to see. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, here it is, going about to establish their own righteousness. Has God set the standard in my life by the Holy Spirit of God in conviction? Has God set the standard by the Word of God what is righteous? Are we establishing this is righteous, this is not, this is out of bounds, I don't need to do, I I don't want to, I don't want to be too far out for God. You know, I mean, I have a life too now. I want to do these things. Yeah, but God says, you're foolish to establish your own righteousness. Judges 17, 6, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Now you Baptists, you fundamentalists, you Christians, you Bible thumpers, whatever it is. How about putting that aside? What about God? And here he says, God, in God we trust. In God is where there's righteousness. Turn with me to Romans chapter 1, verse 18. Would you read verse 18 of chapter 1 with me? Chapter 1, Romans, verse 18. Ready? Sounds like you're there. Begin. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and... God says, I'll I'll reveal it. You know, the scripture says, for this cause many are weak and sickly among you, many sleep. And it's more than one. I, I wish you knew in a week's time the request I get for prayer. And, and most of the time, it is God. It's truly God. I, I, I got one this week. I think it's just God placing judgment on you, dear person. God wants you back in his fold and he'll use chastisement or whatever he needs to use to bring us back. I've not seen people lift their hand against God or God's word or God's house and get away with it. I'd like to leave a manuscript after I'm dead and gone and give you the illustrations I could tell you of the destructions of lives of people and it all looks like, well, they're doing so great. No, they're not. The rest of the story is that they're under the judgment hand of God. What a loving God. I love that's. We had three children growing up in our home. They went to the a pit in the backyard full of rattlesnakes. I would, I would place them under judgment. I love them too much. I'm not going to let them get bit by something that can destroy them. God sends warning. I, I believe with all my heart that two weeks ago plus when God planted this truth in my heart, it may just be the last opportunity for someone and it may be only, I'm preaching only to myself. God hates sin. What is sin? Well, we know that the word sin means to miss the mark. 
God, God, God has a, a, a target that he wants for our life and for me to say, God, I want to be saved. I want to go to heaven, but I'm going to make the target. I forget about your target. God has a plan for your life. I want my life to count for Jesus. Not earthly goods, earthly things. Not castles, but a, to count for God. So he says, I'm going to judge unrighteousness. Would you notice with me, please, in verse number 21, what caused all this judgment? Pride. Because when they knew God, America, God's people, they glorified him not as God. That's dangerous when we try to dethrone God. It seems like every day you're hearing something, let's dethrone God. The nation doesn't want God. People don't want to go to church anymore. And I don't know about all that stuff. I was thinking this week about uh, these polls are out. I don't know. I know it's election season. And polls are out. This guy's going to lose. This guy, I don't know anything about that. But I gave up on the polls in 1984. On the night before the presidential election, Ronald Reagan George H. Bush and Walter Mondale and Geraldine Ferraro. And the news, I heard it with my own ears. I watched it on the television in 1984 on that Monday night prior to the Tuesday election. They said, it looks like, it looks like Mondale's going to win this thing. And they gave every reason why Reagan was not going to win and I'm not advocating either one right now. I'm just telling you, they, they told us we, he was going to lose. Reagan got 49 of the 50 states. You know what I believe about those polls? They're not true. Mondale took his own state called Minnesota, and he got it by 0.18. He didn't, give a, he didn't even get a quarter percent of his own state. He, he won it just by a quarter of a percent. Biggest landslide, over 530 electoral votes, highest electoral vote in the history of our, our government. But the news media said he's going to lose. I know the news says churches are empty, churches are quitting, people are quitting, people don't believe God, they believe the Bible's an old white man from 2,000 years ago, and he wrote it, he's a Jew, he's worth nothing. I know that's what they tell you, but I believe that God still can send revival, and God can save souls, God can change lives. Oh, I think of going back to that 1950s when I was a kid just down the road here. And I tell you this all the time. Nothing was open on Sunday afternoon. Not the Sunday. No gas station. No, no. In Centerville, in Irvington, right over here, it was now Fremont. Nothing in this area. No gas stations open. No restaurants open. No grocery stores open. Because Sunday was a day to close everything down and go worship God. It just may happen again. But we cannot continue to dethrone God in that same verse. They weren't thankful. We live in a thankless society. I need more. Need more. Give me a cell phone. Give me the nicest tennis shoes at 150 bucks. I need them. Got to have them. Give me this. Give me that. Life's not consistent of what we get, but what we give. 
For it's more blessed, the word of God says, to give than to receive. They're full of their vain imaginations. That is their reasoning, their heart. They, they had no common sense. Their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. We hear that today all the time. Well, we've got to study the science. That's the authority, the science. What about the Bible? What about the Word of God? Look at the next verse. Professing themselves wise, they became fools. They changed the glory of God into uncorruptible God, into an image made like corruptible man to birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things. With that verse in mind, go to 25. Who changed the truth of God to lie? They worship and serve the creature more than the creator. Listen to me. I, I don't believe in being cruel to animals. I'm not really an animal lover. We always had dogs growing up. I loved our dogs. They were fun. I like it that you like animals and whatever, you, whatever. But I'm here to tell you, you try to kill a dog or a cat, which you better not do. You'll probably get more time in jail as the man that killed a cat recently got seven years, and I'm not for that, but then killing a baby. Because we were, I was in an appointment with a, a person in counseling this week had, went over here to Starbucks and we walked and we're sitting right there where there, every and two big old dogs came right where we were seated at our table. Big old dogs. big Not, not these little chihuahua things. I mean big things. Furry things. And both of them were shaking their hair off. I mean I'm watching in a restaurant hair flying. And we oh, we're all worried about COVID and God bless you. Be, be protected. I'd rather take my chances of COVID than some dog sneezing all over me, quite frankly. That's just me. And I, my, my grandkids over there, they have, a, they have Trooper, that, and they have two dogs, Tra Trooper and Macy. You like Tra Macy? That's okay. I like Trooper. Trooper is my buddy. And I'll go over to see him, and he'll go in the backyard, and I'll say, Trooper, go, 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 go. He gets running all over the place. I wound that dog, dog up. Oh, I just, I, I, I love to torment him. Go, 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 go. And we have fun time. I love dogs. I love Chevys. I'd never own a Ford because I try to be a good Christian. But nonetheless, Charlie, that's for you and me right there, brother. We're out of time. Verse 24, wherefore God gave them up to their own cleanness. God says you can do what you want. Your lust and your hearts to dishonor your own bodies between themselves. Verse 26, for this cause God gave them up into vile affections. Even their women did change the natural use and that which is against nature. Likewise the men, leaving their natural use of women, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working which is unseemly, and receiving themselves the recompense of the air which was meat. The, the big disease right now, the president's on the verge of calling a national pandemic is monkey disease. And it's affecting 99.5% of sodomy. See, I, I, I love people too much. I don't want that disease on anybody. 
But we don't need a medicine to change it. We need a heart to change before God. We're violating God and his word right here. God says it's an abomination. It's a stench in the nostril of God for a man to burn his lust. Why? Because God created male and female created he them. And we try to redefine with paper surgeries and do all these things. And my heart aches of how we're legislating sin to make it accommodating to the sins of people, but we're destroying their lives. Don't you have enough love for people that, why would you want them to destroy your lives? I read an article of a man who had all those surgeries done. He said, I wish they would have told me, I wish they told me how bad and how wrong and how wicked and vile this was. They pushed it on him, pushed it on him, pushed it on him. Righteousness exalts a nation. Not sin. That's a reproach to any people. Verse 28, they being filled with unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despisers, despiteful and proud and boasters and bender of evil things, disobedient to their parents, without understanding, uh, truce, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, have no pleasure in that. I still believe it's time. There's 24 sins I just read. But God always judges unrighteousness. Righteousness exalteth the nation. Sin is a reproach. It's a reproach. So much of the nation is without water right now, and other parts are over abundance of water. They all blame it on climate change. No, no. Listen. listen. The legislature over in Nevada this week passed the law that you can't have green grass in Nevada anymore. You can't even plant it. You think man is in charge of the weather? Job said it's God that sends the rain. It is God that brings the snow. It is God that brings the frost. No, no. Even the Pope said we're, we're responsible for climate change. That's blasphemy. I think we can, we can regulate the weather. Jer- uh, 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 Solomon was dedicating the temple in 1 Kings chapter uh, number 6. And he said, now God, we've dedicated this beautiful building for you. And then he begins to say, God, if we do this and commit this sin and we turn and pray, will you hear? And one of those prayers is in chapter number 8, verse 35. God, if we sin and you shut the heavens up and there is no rain, there's no rain. That's when there's no rain, there's the judgment of God. And there's no rain and we turn and we pray, then, then will you hear our prayer? And God says, I'll hear. We could have rain, but we're not going to have it with unrighteousness. Righteousness exalteth the nation. I, I, I want to, I, 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 I won't take your time to have you turn there. I wish we could and we could sing it together. In our psalm book, and you don't need to turn there for the sake of time, I'll get us going in just a minute. 
On page 520, as a child, I so foolishly turned God away, not knowing the heartache a sinner must face. But God, in his goodness, has let me return to share with his children this lesson I've learned. Sin, that's my message today, sin will take you farther then you want to go slowly, but wholly, completely taking control. Sin will leave you longing, longer than you want to stay. Sin will cost you far more than you have to pay. Man calls sin an accident. God calls it an abomination. Man calls it an error. God calls it enmity. Man calls sin infirmity or a disease, and God calls it iniquity. Man calls it, uh, it, 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 it's, uh, uh, it it's luxury, but God calls it leprosy. Man calls sin a weakness, but God calls sin wickedness. I, I want you to just consider as we close all of us have sin that enters into our life. Hebrews says the sin, as to a Christian, my sin that does so easily beset me. I don't know what your sin is that easily gets you off track. But probably not some great thing that we think, okay, they're really bad because that guy committed adultery or that, that person robbed a bank or that person, you know, whatever. And, but but, but are, are you angry? Are you bitter? Is it just all inward? Nobody knows about it, maybe even? Maybe you mask it? Are you living two lives, a double-minded man? Everybody, that's why... That's why Proverbs 29 says, he that covereth his sin shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them. That's where they have the blessing of God. So I'm sure it's in your life like I do. I try every day to say, God, would you, would you please show me? Would you please show me? I try, I try my best to pass gospel tracts to everywhere I go. I try to pass and invite people to church. I, I, every week somebody says something very kind to me as I pass them a gospel track. But I think of the times I've missed and the Spirit of God tells me, Jack, you should give that person a gospel track. And I've been at times in my life that I'm not going to do that. I hope that's not happened many times, but that's rebellion. That's me disobeying God. You stay as long as I've stayed a pastor of this church, almost 47 years. I've pastored, we've baptized over 18,000. They're members of the church, and I've pastored so many people. I was praying for so many of those just this week that and some that have been very hurtful. I said, God, please don't let me be harboring any malice in my heart. I don't want any malice. 
Sometimes people say things that are not even near the truth. I think, why would you do that? Why, why, would, you, why would you do that? Why would you hurt like that? But it's not what people say, what is, whether it's not true or it is true. It's not what they do. It's how I react. And sometimes I get so discouraged over it. I get overwhelmed. That's pride. I'm thinking about me. When a man is controlled by God, he dies to self. I love you folks so much. In a moment, we'll stand. And if you think I'm criticizing you with whatever sin in your life, because we all have it. I feel like if there were a mirror all day, I've preached to myself with looking at me. I've quoted the verse in the last two weeks so much that Paul says, oh, wretched man that I am. Oh, wretched man that I am. I've not arrived. One of these days, God's going to say, Jack, your journey's over. And I hope I'm still living for God. And I hope my life is clean on that day. If you're looking at somebody else's sin, you're missing the biggest sin yourself. I hope you understand I'm not at you or mad at you. I'm burdened for you. I'm closer to the end than the beginning. So many of you are going to be left with the mass. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.